0: I ended up one of my um best friends, who was working at Bridgestone, with his name is Torres Jackson, and I told him about the idea. Uh, I brought him down to the building and looked at it, and he said, "Hey, man, I'm all in." And um, we, yeah, and we ended up working sixty, seventy, eighty hours a week, just putting money into the to the business. When I opened the restaurant, man, you know, I left um, I quit I quit a six figure job to do that restaurant in the pandemic.
1: Welcome to Drop the Disc. This week's guest, Antoine Williamson, has overcome a lot of personal odds to open a new business, Broad Street Bullies Grill, right here in downtown Augusta.
0: Where I grew up at, man, I grew up in a very impoverished area. Really didn't have any role models. Um, I think out of, it was about maybe 30 or 40, I was around the same age, maybe two people had a dad.
1: Broad Street Bullies, his new restaurant on Broad and 8th Street, is a passion project that he has overcome numerous odds in order to start in this episode we talk to Antoine about overcoming those odds and what kind of attitude he had to hold in order to get where he is today and to launch a restaurant in the middle of a pandemic
0: i'm not the type of person um i don't know when to quit and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing
1: <laughs> Antoine talks about the numerous lessons that he has had to learn being in business for the first time, and passes a lot of those lessons on in the process.
0: So you're just gonna, you know, for all the entrepreneurs out there, you're gonna run into people that you just can't satisfy. And you just have to, you just have to brush it off. Just keep pushing.
1: Oh yeah, and about that menu.
0: The mac and cheese, which is homemade. The burgers, which are homemade. Probably the best burger in Augusta, and I've I've been told that a lot, but we actually, it's a recipe it's a real recipe and it's home man, and we massage it and we make it with love <laughs> um buffalo ranch chicken fries is a big seller but another one is the um, <laughs> the bully trio which is which is a one pound potato with um cheese bacon grilled shrimp grilled chicken grilled steak all in that one potato
1: Thank you guys for tuning in today to this episode of Drop the Disc Podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you tell a friend, rate, and review the show on Apple, Spotify, or however you listen. And this episode, like every episode, is presented by Nancy Powell. Nancy Powell is the downtown Augusta broker. Um, We talk about her all the time. And, you know, in the 21st century, when you're looking to do business with somebody you're really looking for a couple things. You're looking for people that stand for the same things you do, and you're looking for people that you can trust. Not only has Nancy been our personal trusted real estate broker and agent, but she is also as involved in the community as any other business that we've ever met. She's involved with the chamber, with the young professionals, raising money for charities, and just getting involved anywhere that we are. Nancy Powell, Downtown Augusta broker, check her out and check out Powell and Associates if you have any real estate questions. If you give her a chance, you will thank us. One quick heads up before we get started, there is one curse word in this episode. We did leave it in because of the context. And now let's take it back to Antoine Williamson and Broad Street Bullies.
2: Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And uh, we're actually here for this week to do an awesome episode. It's a new thing that's happened in the what, couple
1: month? one month? We're, we're pretty much <laughs> venturing into reporting with this one. We've, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got, we've got a brand new business in Augusta, and it's run by-
0: Antoine Williamson.
1: And, and tell us a little bit, what's your business, man?
0: Um, well, it's a restaurant, Broad Street Bullies Grill. Um, it's right there, 855 Broad Street. Um, we keep, we're getting all our meat and food coming straight off the grill, straight to the plate. And you
1: told us uh, before the show, it's like right by the James Brown statue. It's
0: literally across the street. I look at it every day. (laughs) That's that location, man. That's
1: awesome. So go get a selfie with James Brown and then go get (laughs) some meat. From Broad Street Bullies.
0: Please. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
1: Please. You, you guys go ahead and use that as a promo whenever you want. Just <laughs> cut it out of the episode. <laughs> um, so, so, we, Mr. Williamson, sir, we want to talk to you about your business. Yes. And we want to talk to you about a lot of stuff that you're doing in Augusta. But before we do that, we're going to take it back a little bit. Okay. Um, you, you told us before the show uh, you grew up uh, in Beach Island. I did. Um, I
0: did. I grew up in Beach Island on Bells Drive.
1: On um, Bells Drive, and Bell's you went Drive. to Silver Bluff High School. Silver
0: Bluff High School. Okay,
1: so in high school, when you're going to Silver Bluff, were you like a you know were you like a chef student like is? Um,
0: a, no, I was a into a, food. I was an athlete. I always cooked. I, I come from a big family. Yeah. Um, you know, so I always cooked. I'm the oldest. Um, high school man, I was a, I was an athlete. Man, I was captain of the track team, captain of the basketball team. What did you run? Um, distance distance. Yeah. Man. You're a crazy person. 400 800 You're No, no, <laughs> I'm a slow person. <laughs> 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 Couldn't keep up with the 40. <laughs> now, but did you do, did
2: you do track to stay in shape for basketball?
0: Yes, um, okay. our coach um at the time we had coach Lilly, very good coach. Um, he made us run track to stay in shape gotcha so it was part of the conditioning hey you're gonna that. get out here and you're gonna run track right and guess what we're gonna do in the summer we're gonna run some more <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it, but it i was I, I promise you i was in the best shape of my life though i was running miles a day and it really um panned out it yeah it really panned out
1: so you said you're the oldest sibling you said you did a little bit of cooking you I mean, know what did that mean to you at the time were you like taking care of your siblings
0: um at the time yes we was, we was more more so taking care of each other Mm-hmm. oh you know maybe i had a game or something and i couldn't um i couldn't cook but one of my brothers right. did
1: so back then what would you be putting on the table for them
0: oh man we'll cook anything <laughs> we'll cook anything we would try to cook anything okay can't tell you how good it was back then <laughs> but we ate it okay I that's can tell great you that. but i grew up i grew up on the grill um you know south Carolina, deep south everybody barbecue there you go. So I grew up around, you know, the pits and just the grill and that's when I really first start cooking.
1: Okay. So you s- you mentioned you, you transferred to Laney. Yes. You know, did was there a
0: move involved? Um yes, it was. Okay. It was. At the um at the time I was staying in River Glen. Okay. I had moved to River Glen with a relative. Okay. And you know, that was that was the area for um Laney.
1: So when you graduated high school, you were playing basketball, you're playing track, did is is that something you tried to carry into college?
0: I, I honestly, I never really um planned on going to college. I, okay. I always planned on just getting a trade. Okay.
1: So when did you graduate high school? Let's do 07. that. Oh seven. Oh seven. Okay. Where did you jump? What was the first thing you did?
0: The first thing I did was nothing. I was just trying to <laughs> find myself. <laughs>
1: right. Okay. I didn't yeah.
0: really. Where I grew up at, man, I grew up in a very impoverished area. Mm-hmm. Really didn't have any role models. Um, I think I it was about maybe 30 or 40 years around the same age maybe two people had a dad mm-hmm. grew up with a dad so it was actually normal to not have a father mm-hmm. versus to have one if that makes sense yeah okay. so That's your right. role models are limited mm. you know as as far as you know watching tv and you know things of that nature but it's it's pretty limited so you got to kind of a lot of life lessons i had to learn on my own Mm-hmm. Learned some of them kind of late. Learned a lot of them kind of early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's you know that's just the way it goes. man. you just have to take what you you know, take the hand you dealt and just play it. Yeah, you just got to go for it.
2: So after doing nothing, <laughs> <laughs> what was the next jump?
0: I actually um I did nothing um and I was I was um I was in the streets and just run just ripping and running around the streets. <laughs> but I didn't want to um I got a lot of family members in prison. Mm-hmm. A lot. And I just didn't want to end up like that. Right. So I ended up taking a job at McDonald's. It was really like my first job. And I was working like 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Jeez. My check was like 450 every two weeks. I was <laughs> oh, like, oh my no. God, this can't be adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> this is no wonder they're so mad. Like <laughs> 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 this can't be adulthood. <laughs> and I and I sat there for um I sat there for two years because I never I never had a plan for a sec I didn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to, you know, transition from that type of area into, you know, where I'm at now. Right. So it was a, it was a real big learning curve, took a lot of research, mm-hmm. a lot more than you would think.
1: Right. Yeah. But um so you were working at McDonald's, you were getting home and you were trying to think like, all right, what am I doing to get me out of McDonald's?
0: What am I doing <laughs> to get me out of McDonald's?" Um at the time I was actually living in North Augusta. Okay. And one of my own I had my own house and one of my sisters' That was still in school. She was living with me, on uh, my sister Sierra, and she was, she was actually in like tenth, eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. And She had an intern at um, SRS. Okay, and oh, good she for her. Had, yeah, and she had a, um, she was working at um, Sonics. Okay. So she was working two jobs, and me and her, man, I was like nineteen, she was eleventh grade, and we had our own house, and we were just surviving, you know. But I was like, man, you know, we got to do better than this. <laughs> So what happened was, um, yeah, I mean, that's
1: not <laughs> a story that you often hear. Yeah. Hey, and then I opened this restaurant. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not usually what happens next. Like, w- yeah. Was there a mindset change? What happened
0: for you? It, it, it always was a mindset change. I always knew it was something more, you know, than the, than just being in the streets and just getting in trouble and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't know what it was. Mm. I knew it Well, I take that back. I knew what it was, but I didn't know how to get there. Okay. Gotcha. And I yeah. didn't have a roadmap. map. So man. how
1: did you know what it was?
0: I'm um, just looking, man. You know, just okay. watching TV. Like, hey, you know, these guys got these big houses, big cars. They're not drug dealers. <laughs> 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 they're not game bangers. They get up and go to work every day. That guy's right. got a suit on. Yeah. Right. Like, what are these people doing? Right. To um to make money. Okay. And that's and that when I really started researching that, that's what really got me out of college, because mm. I was like, man, I'm, I'm looking at all these people that I do know that are going to college and they're getting out of college and they're getting. Fifteen hour job. 16. yeah. That's not that's not any money considering you in debt, right? Right now, yeah. And so I was studying all that while I was at McDonald's, and then I was like, you know what? Um, well, I, I'm gonna take it back a second. I yeah. ended up getting my girlfriend at the time pregnant, okay. And so McDonald's just wasn't gonna cut it no more, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so and she was actually in college at the time too. She, oh, she was at um, USC Aiken at the time, okay. But I'm like, man, McDonald's ain't gonna cut it. Like now it's like, you know, sink or swim. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started learning about trades, and I actually went and um, got my CDL. Okay, and that really changed my life.
2: For people at home and for myself, can you please tell me what a CD <laughs> <Christ>. CDL is? <laughs>
0: um, a commercial driver license. Excellent. I drove on um, 18 wheels. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And um. I so we're talking like across the country. Yes. I ended up I ended up going to a school in Augusta off a of Pell Grant from WIA. Okay. But it was not a good school. I didn't learn anything, Mm. and it wasted my Pell grants. I was, you know, I was pretty furious. Right. Um. And I then I ended up going to Oklahoma City to another school, and they have something called um. It's called on-site testing and off-site testing. Okay. On-site testing is the same people who show you how to drive that truck give you your test. Off-site testing is you have to go to the DMV. <laughs> and the DMV are because when you got a commercial driver license, you're federal. You're under okay. federal laws. You're not under state laws. Anymore. Interesting. So, which makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And the DMV is very, very, very hard. Mm-hmm. So what happened was nobody was passing. Right. <laughs> nobody. Like <laughs> one mean, person. Do they part. ask
2: you to parallel park those things?
0: Oh, you have to parallel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to parallel yeah, park. You have to offset on stop. <laughs> You have to straight line back, then you got to pass a road test. It's not easy. Right. You it's know, I hit easy.
1: the cone in the regular driving test, <laughs> parallel parking. Bro,
2: you were driving a Prius, don't she, lie. First <laughs> of all,
1: she didn't notice, so I didn't get points off for it. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, it was a Toyota Avalon. Okay. <laughs> so Sorry. I had no problem. She so <laughs> had no problem parking. <laughs> like. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> so you got your license in, in Oklahoma City. No, I did not. No, <laughs> no. They wouldn't
0: pass nobody, they closed the uh. school door. I got sent home. Ended up like three months later, I ended up going to Salt Lake City, Utah.
1: What in the world? So, you man. went to three schools,
0: went to three schools. I was just German. trying to learn something, you just were just trying to learn, yeah. trying to get some trade. I had a son on the way, yeah. Um,
2: so is this all in one year,
0: six six months?
2: Wow. Six months, you were turned down. I mean, basically turned down, turned back home three, twice, twice, and
0: failed the test maybe five times, yeah. Wow. Um, and I so actually, I went the first time in July. and- in July, I was at the one in Augusta, so I didn't go anywhere. Okay. August, my son was born. So now, you know, time is really ticking. And then I went to Oklahoma, and then I ended up in Salt Lake City, Utah. All right. Wow. Driving for um, CR England, and they had the on site testing. So, to give you some perspective on it, it was about 40 people in the class in um, Oklahoma City with the off site testing. One person passed the driving test. Mm hmm. Salt Lake City, Utah, it was 73 people in the class. 71 people passed the test. Wow. (laughs) And you were one of them. I was one of them. That's (laughs) awesome. That's awesome, man. (laughs) And that's when I got my first trade. So when was this? This was, ooh, I was 22, I believe, when this happened. So we're talking like,
1: what, 20? 10, 11 years ago. So we're talking like 2010, 2011, something like that? that's crazy. (laughs) So how long did you do that for?
0: I did that for um, about two, three years.
1: I mean, that's that's three a years. life right there. That's oh, yeah. like a hard life. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. It, but I, at the time, I was I had to do what I had to do. And right.
1: So, where are you driving? Are you? Are, yeah, I was about to say, like, did you hit all states? I was <laughs>
0: lower. Yeah, I was lower forty eight. Wow. What they call it. lower forty eight? Oh see, my what, goodness! What they man. would do is if you're from the East Coast, they don't. They would never send you over there. So I only drove on the West Coast mainly. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want you to, to come over here, right? Get homesick mm-hmm. and uh-huh. stop by home. Gotcha. So they ran me mainly on the west coast, but I did everything. I did lower forty eight for a while. Weather's terrible. So like, how long
1: <laughs> would it have been between times that you got to visit your your family?
0: Um, well, it all depends on the company. For me, it was months. Maybe like maybe like every m- month. And a half, two months.
1: So that's that's probably why you got out of it.
0: Well, that's exactly why I got out because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I was a provider, but I wasn't a father, mm-hmm. right? And I wanted to raise my son. Hmm. Well,
1: what's your son's name, by the way? Arian. So Ari, one of my best friends, his son's name is Ariane. We got to talk. <laughs> at, we got to talk after this. That don't make any sense. We got to talk after this. <laughs> um, so so Arian, he's two or three years old. Yeah. You want to go home? Mm-hmm. W- how, how does a CDL truck driver you know make this transition
0: well it's easier than you think okay. at the time I didn't know it but it's so many local trucking jobs if okay. you just pay attention you'll see that they always looking for drivers gotcha you gotta have some experience mm-hmm. but the pay is kind of the same Interesting. Oh. The pay is kind of the same.
2: That's something they didn't tell you in school. Exactly.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're on the road, you get paid by the mile. I think I was making like forty something cent a mile. Mm-hmm. But when you're home, you know you're getting paid by the hour. Right. And a lot of these jobs was twenty, twenty two, twenty three. So that was that was pretty good jobs. Right. And um, I ended up. I actually ended up taking a um a porta potty job, and I was pumping porta potties. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I was making good money. Literally right. anything though for the family, right? Anything for the family, um, and that's what I was doing. But that was for me to come home, right? And still make good money. I had to pump it for um <laughs> <laughs> a good year. <laughs> Honestly,
2: I don't even want that to be edited out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to pump it for a year, man. That's crazy. Um, uh, we had we had like fifty of them out there in Vogel. Oh man! And we did vocal for a while And then we had a residential route That took all day It took me like 16, 17 hours Just going to all the housing developments
1: I mean, when you say that I'm picturing like, you know, concert venues Like I'm picturing like (laughs) you sitting on the back of a truck Waiting, you know, watching a concert Waiting for it to end Getting the stuff out No, we're on a job site Yeah, we're on a job site (laughs) Wow We got a bunch of sweaty guys Using this thing for 12 hours
0: (laughs) All day And that's what was riding around doing that
1: so you did it for
2: a year did it for a year and uh what was the next jump
0: the next jump was I was a um an installation technician for Sears I did that for maybe a year okay oh okay. um, it was a very good job um it, it it I tell you what it did it got my customer service up okay a lot right because I was going to twenty houses a day going to these people houses meeting people meeting people um Installing the equipment, fixing the equipment, taking the equipment out. I um, bet that helps in the
1: kitchen too. It helps a lot. Yeah. It helps
0: a lot. I can fix certain stuff some people can't fix. Right. Because I've done it, you know, some 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 of that stuff it's just the levels that are different mm-hmm. from commercial and residential, but it's kind of the same things at, at certain aspects. Now it's some stuff that's too advanced for me. <laughs> but um, you know, it's smart to acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um it's some stuff, man, it's pretty good. But um I did we went to twenty houses a day. And it was actually me and my cousin um Tyrell Harrison. Fun fact about that, we got surveys, we got random surveys every day. And they are call and the customer had to give us a score between a one and a five. So with that being said, we um we had three teams in Augusta, but only two teams to run a day for the most part. So if your scores were the lowest, you didn't work. Mm. And that can go on for a week. Like so wow. you didn't eat that week, you know? Yeah. So you always had to have your scores up. And me and my cousin, we actually, um, one year we actually had, was the number one team in the country.
2: That's awesome, man. Yeah. Number one in the
0: country. In the country off of um, scores. We had like wow. a, four, we had a 4.92 or something like that.
1: Man, so, y'all put Augusta on the map in a different <laughs> world.
0: In a different way, we did.
1: When we come back, we finish the story. How did Broad Street Bullies come to be? And, of course, stick around because we'll be dropping the diss and talking about that incredible menu later on. But first, here's a quick message from Chris. Savannah River Brewing
2: Company, right off of 5th Street downtown, a little bit outside of downtown, is a tap room and it's a brewery creating incredible beer. Speaking of incredible beer, I'm talking about Beacons. Originally, initially it was called Beacons Are Lit. They've rebranded it to be Beacons and this is an incredible beer. We're talking about Chocolate Coffee Milk Stout. All of that is incredible, and what's even better is they've teamed up with Ubora, Ubora Coffee Roasters, and they have their own roasted beans in the coffee, including condor chocolate and a little bit of lactose to make that smooth feeling and that crisp and really relaxing feel that you will get from that beer. They've been with us for two years, and we want that relationship to continue because they make great beer. Check them out, Savannah River Brewing Company so
1: so you have yeah. all this experience i mean you so you kind of have made this determination like i'm gonna work hard no matter what i'm doing yeah and and every time i do something different it's gonna be that step up
0: exactly and it doesn't matter what it is right i'm gonna do it that's why i was doing the porta parties. potties right so i so after um after series i made my biggest jump and i got hired at bridgestone the um yeah yeah the, the tire p- factory the tire factory in graniteville Oh wow. And so was,
1: so while you're doing all these things, <laughs> are you like throwing barbecues? Or are you like cooking? <laughs> like I'm waiting for the food to come into this.
0: I'm I'm not I'm right right then I'm just hustling. Just yeah. hustling. Just hustling. Okay. I'm working every day. Okay. Right. That's why I was so excited to get hired at Bridgestone mm-hmm. because they work on a rotating schedule. Right. So I got so every month I was getting seven days straight off. That's incredible. And I was getting time in between. And that's when I that's when I really like I was hustling for like two, three years where I wasn't catering because mm-hmm. I was just trying to make away from my family. Right. But when I got the Bridgestone, that's when it just unleashed and I, I started catering. Like I went full, full legend.
1: So were you like? I mean, did you have like a party one day and someone was like, "You should sell this"? <laughs> like, what gave you the idea to cater food? You're you work at a tire factory.
0: <laughs> I would um we 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 would have something called um SQMs. And I would always cook at the SQNs. Like, what is that? That's like a time where um, outside of work, okay. they'll, they'll pay for us to get together and hang out. Love that. Gotcha. You know. Love that. Gotta have that. Build yeah. that camaraderie. <laughs> build that camaraderie. Okay. And uh, I would cook it. And they were like, oh, man, this is so good. This is oh, <laughs> man, so great. And people had already been telling me that, you know. And, you know, I would, like I said, I was catering, but I wasn't full-fledged in it like I should have mm-hmm. been. Right. But once I started getting all that positive feedback, I really went in,
1: so when did the business start catering
0: um what what do you mean
1: well, when did you start catering like when was your first like did you have like an event that you like yeah, that I, you showed up to it was your first <laughs> event you'd never done it before?
0: My first event was a funeral when I was like. <laughs> <late. laughs> It was like the aftermath of freedom when I was like 18. So and they, just, they just wanted some barbecue.
1: Right. So you had catered something at the age of 18. Yeah. So okay. you had experience. I had experience. You knew what you were doing. I knew what I was doing. I just okay. didn't know how
0: to make a living off of it.
1: Okay. Gotcha. I knew Which how to is key.
0: Which <clears throat> is key. Yeah. I knew how to do it, but I was just so young.
1: Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I I wasn't ready then. <laughs> right, right. You know.
1: I mean, did you have like a business? Like, you know, you're, you are you got to have an LLC. You got to have a tax number. I didn't, like,
0: didn't know any of that (laughs) at 18 I didn't know any of that well what
1: about uh what are we 24 25 26 right now um Hmm. when you when you were working at Bridgestone Bridgestone yes did you start making it formal then yeah okay
0: that's when I really learned about you know how to do it with the taxes and what was your first name um oh my god what was it
1: (laughs) (laughs) sounds like there's a lot yeah (laughs) we know that (laughs) um,
0: it was Surf and Turf Augusta okay Surf and Turf
1: Augusta yeah that actually sounds pretty good. Honestly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even hate. You're looking at me like, man, don't judge that. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: It was surfing, and turf. And
1: if you could follow through with that, I'd be pretty, you know, I'd be it pretty. It's actually impressed. funny you say that because that's David's favorite meal. That's <laughs> right. Surf and turf. So. Yeah. <laughs> I got, we got to talk after. I got stories. Um, <laughs> So you you started doing the catering then? Mm-hmm. What 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 kind of stuff were you doing? I mean, how were you getting business? Like oh, mainly you,
0: mainly barbecue.
1: So did you have like a website though? Like on
0: um, word of mouth. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, word of mouth on um, Facebook. Um, I still I still have a barbecue catering business with my um my cousin um Andre Washington Jr. It's called um Southeastern Pitmasters. Okay, I've um.
1: heard of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I I uh, I used to DJ a lot of weddings. Okay, so I think I've yeah. I think I've had the product.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Yeah, my cousin man, he's a he's a great cook. Um, we have issues cooking with each other because we're family, <laughs> right. And we want to use our own recipes, <laughs> uh, okay. so we argue about hey, you know, my food's better than yours. <laughs> like, let's use mine. He's like, nah, nah, nah. You know, so that's the only thing though. You know, we will we'll get in a little arguments about that, but it's all love, man. And he's a great cook, so. Yes! Shout out. It don't matter which um you know recipe I go with, I know <laughs> right. it's gonna be good. <laughs> Something
1: will be good. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> and so, when was the moment that you you knew that mm-hmm. you could quit your job uh-huh. and you could employ yourself and yeah. you could cook basically for a living?
0: Um, it might have been like two, actually, like two two and a half years ago.
1: Okay, so twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. halfway through, halfway through, end of twenty.
0: Okay, and I seen my building was up. The building I'm in now, it was up for lease. Mm-hmm. I went out. I met the landlord. By the way, the landlord is um, just a sidebar. I wouldn't be in business with it because of my landlord. Like would not be in business if it wasn't because of him. He was great during the COVID with working with us. Yes. Making sure, um, you know, if we couldn't pay our rent or we just needed a little bit off or we just needed more time. He had no issues with it. He was completely understanding. Are you um, are you
2: allowed to disclose his name? Yeah, do you want to shout him oh, out? Oh yeah,
0: on on Rafi um Basali. Oh yeah, 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 yeah Rafi Basali, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my own that's my landlord. That's great, awesome. Great guy. Would not a hundred percent if it wasn't for him, I would not be in business. Well,
1: shout out to Rafi. He's he's one of those people that's kind of a big name around here. Yep. We haven't had him in yet, so Rafi, hey, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Um and and so y- you saw the business up for Lease mm-hmm. and you were just like Hey, we got this catering business. Yeah. You know, I'm sick of I'm sick of making tires. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make food. And mm-hmm. and you just went and got the lease and got started.
0: Well, that's how that was the plan. That's how you like <laughs> yeah. to tell it. Yeah, right. that's how I said like that was the plan. Okay. Um, me and my cousin was catering together. Um and we was going to do the business together. But he um he had some prior engagements. Right. That he wanted to focus on. So he he told me like hey cuz you know right now I'm not going to do that and we actually um our great auntie actually used to have a restaurant in beach Island and she gave us the land and we just got to fix the building back up. Really? Yeah. So she was like, um, so that's what he was like, because I'm going to focus on that. Right. We want to turn that into a barbecue restaurant. Okay. So you guys are a food family. Yeah, we're a food family. That's oh, yeah. awesome.
2: <laughs> I'm glad we have you on right now. Yeah. Because I like food. <laughs>
0: I'm actually kind of
1: mad at you right now because <laughs> you didn't bring us a lot of food. And it sounds like yeah, <laughs> it the sounds um, like we need some barbecue plates in here right the kitchen
0: now. kitchen was down, man. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the kitchen was down. But um. Yeah, so I ended up one of my um best friends who was working at Bridgestone with me. his name is Torres Jackson. And I told him about the idea. Uh, I brought him down to the building and looked at it and he said, hey man, I'm all in. And um That's we, incredible. Yeah, and we ended up working sixty, seventy, eighty hours a week, just putting money into the to the business.
2: And and I'm curious, um, how much how much work was needed in that
1: building?
0: It was a um hundred percent full remodel. Wow. Everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have you guys been on there yet? No, not yet. We need I, to. I, I saw it before the remodel. So I'm interested really? in you seeing
1: it. Uh, yeah, I walked inside of it one time. I was I was actually thinking about leasing it in 2017.
0: Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Small world. <laughs> and did you see how bad it was? Yes. That's why I didn't <laughs> lease it in 2017. Um, well, you'll be very so Is It's 100% remodel. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's
2: incredible.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, it's called Broad Street Bullies. Broad Street Bullies Grill. Where and, and so where'd that name come yeah. from? Um, Aside from, we know it's on Broad Street, which is Well, cool.
0: I tell you, um, most of my family um, is from here. And then the other part of my family is from Philadelphia. Okay. And the um, the main strip in Philly is called Broad Street. And when the hockey team was real good, they used to call them the Broad Street Bullies. Oh. I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why I got it. From.
1: Interesting. I like that. That's super cool. Yeah. So you're on the bring Augusta hockey back. Yeah. You're, you're on yeah. that train. Let's, let's get them back. <laughs> those I, mean, was, I actually not? went to
0: some of those games, man. Those were some good fun games. Those yeah. There they were
1: They were fights. they were professional <laughs> fights. <laughs> they were great. Called on them ice. what they were. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to quantify this for a second. I mean, y'all in in. I mean, it took y'all a year and, and a half, two, two years. It took you two years. Mm-hmm. To renovate that building, mm-hmm. y'all were doing all that work yourselves. Mm-hmm. Were y'all working full time at the same time? Oh
0: yes, yes.
1: So, so you were at uh, Bridgestone,
0: swing shift Twelve. Yes. Wow.
1: So you were like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm working. How many days a month is that? Like twenty three days a month it's or fif- something.
0: It's fifteen.
1: Oh, that's not too bad.
0: But but I had to work overtime. Mm. So I was working six days a week, at least some days seven. And then getting off and getting off and um, doing um, worse things probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing whatever I could do and then you know, splitting the rest that I couldn't do, you know, with the contractors, but it was right. plenty of work that could be done, yeah. And uh, that's what we did.
1: So, take us through your mindset, take us through this mindset. This is probably <laughs> like, I mean, this is like hell week, like, yeah, but for two years, like, this yes. is the worst time of your life for oh, yeah. two years. Oh, yeah, I We're mean, worse than porta potties, so.
0: worse. Worse. worse, worse, <laughs> worse, worse,
1: <laughs> and you must have every day I had to wake up and tell yourself this is what i'm this is what i'm working you gotta be right now. um
0: it's not for the faint-hearted you gotta be determined mm-hmm. no but i had a history of doing stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. you've like, proven you've yeah. told us
1: right now you
2: you've been <laughs> determined since you you graduated high school yeah
0: like this is um you know you just gotta wake up you gotta just know hey this is what i want to do this is what i'm gonna do mm-hmm. i've been doing it for this long i'm not the type of person um i don't know when to quit Mm. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know when to quit. I don't know when to stop. I don't know when to give up. I actually don't know how to do it. I just don't. <laughs> I've never tried. I've been, <laughs> at, I've been at my lowest and I'll just sit with a pen and paper and I'll just write a plan out. And however long it takes, just however long it takes. But keep in mind, I'm a very impatient person. I am. Mm. So that that's what makes it difficult. But I'm going to do what I got to do.
2: Right. And then, you know upstairs slaps you in the face with a pandemic
0: pandemic out of nowhere
2: out of nowhere and
0: we was ready to open
2: so you were ready to open before the pandemic came
0: wow january was supposed to be open january 2020 january 2020 was supposed to be open that was
1: a great time to open a business back then it was like it was about to be a great year Mm -hmm. it was so exciting vision right (laughs) the party themes were all picked out yeah and so, take us through your mindset of that.
0: Um, well, honestly, at first, it was confusing because I've never been through a pandemic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't know yeah. what to. <laughs> you know, now if, we, boat. if we had one five years later from now, I'm like, oh, this ain't shit. I know what to yeah. do. I'm going <laughs> give, give me some toilet paper and some <laughs> tissue. <laughs> Just these start cra- selling
1: toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i would be all right, you know.
0: But, you know, last year, man, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going on. Right. You know, we, we did, um, at Bridgestone, we did a million times a month. And um, they shut that down. Wow! So this is serious, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, like this is serious, and as soon as the pandemic happened, the city shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. There's no inspections. There's no um going to the license. There's no licenses given out right now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Right. So legally, you can't open your business because you don't have the paperwork, and there's no way to get the paperwork. Mm. let us know where to get it because everything is shut now that's something
1: I didn't even think of right that's something that I feel like a lot of people probably don't know
0: yeah and then when you can't get the paperwork you are so far back in line (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. uh, you know am I ever going to get it like Mm. It was a very difficult time, and um, it was it was hard. So, what were
2: you doing during the pandemic? Y'all were ready to open January 2020. Uh-huh. You opened up December 2020. Uh-huh. During those months, I mean, where you and you said Bridgestone was shut down. So. What were you doing?
0: Um, Bridgestone shut down for I think three months. Okay, and then we went back to work.
2: Gotcha. So you were still working with them?
0: I was still working. With okay, them. good. Yeah, it <laughs>
2: was making me a little nervous. Yeah,
0: I was still working with them. Um, and the unemployment, man. When they passed those unemployments, really helped. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I was making like nine hundred a week. Now keep in mind that's not that's like half of what we was making at Bridgestone bringing right. home. Mm-hmm. Like when we was working overtime, we was bringing home like two thousand a week. Right. And man, man Torres was putting it in the restaurant. Right. Putting it. On um, contractors' bills right. rent, you know things of that nature. And that's
1: something that I I, I don't want to leave this conversation without bringing up is you guys. You guys didn't take on investors. No, you guys bankrolled this bankrolled entirely this. from your paychecks and your sweat. Yeah,
0: like we made a lot of sacrifices. I mean,
1: you probably could have gone out and tried to find some kind of investor. I mean, it's a good, yeah. it's a great location. Mm-hmm. Rafi's a well-connected guy. Yeah, is there a reason you didn't?
0: Um, it just something I wasn't familiar with. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just so used to if you, if you listen to my story, I'm just so used to doing things on my own mm. that I don't even I didn't know how to do that. Right. You know how how to really go about doing it. Right. Like, hey, you want to open a restaurant with me? <laughs> I know I don't know you, but <laughs> you know, it just sounded weird to me. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I think I, I think I could have probably found some people, and, and you know, once we like really like got going, we did have some people. You know come up and you know say something, we like, nah man, we good. Like we got it. Yeah. Like we on this train now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's about over. (laughs) Absolutely. But um yeah, so that that we did, you know, we did think about that and had some people come up to us, but blood, sweat and tears. You know, we just went on ahead and did it ourselves. And uh, you know, thinking back, if I knew more about investors and credit and you know things (laughs) like that, you know. I probably could have won another route, an easier route. Right. But, you know. That doesn't mean it's the better route. It's not. It doesn't mean it's the better route. Right. And we learned a lot. Right. Going the route we did. We learned a lot. Like, we had a lot of setbacks. Um, the biggest thing I could say, the biggest lesson I learned was on um, contractors that worked their way to go. I I, I may have lost. Uh, a good one. A good one. <laughs> a yeah. good one. Right. <laughs> I may have lost, and I kid you not, maybe 40000 from bad wow. contractors.
2: Wow. I believe it though. Yeah, yeah, is like just one hundred percent.
0: Some take the money. Yeah, refuse. I can show you text now. Refuse to do the job. Hey man, you gonna you gonna do it? 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 Okay, I find somebody else. Mm. You know, but not worth it. It costs too much to taking to court. Mm. Right. So you kind of just and it's like they know that. And it's know? like yeah.
1: COVID is probably just, yes. So it's just like a whole nother layer. It's a whole
0: nother layer. Um, they could use COVID as a valid excuse, mm. um, even though they was doing it before COVID hit. <laughs> right but you know
1: (laughs) don't go anywhere when we come back we're going to be talking to Antoine Williamson about his experience opening Broad Street Bullies during the pandemic and maybe some lessons that he has for other business owners this is Drop the Disc Podcast and we would like to take this opportunity to thank our community partner The Clubhouse Uh, The Clubhouse is a space downtown but they are more than that Uh, right now Uh, I'd actually like to shout them out because Eric Parker, the director, and Grace Belangia are both working on a project with the state of Georgia where they are helping directly get vaccines into the hands of Augustans and people in our area. Uh, The clubhouse is always involved in everything that's going on, whether it's networking, whether it's stuff going on in government, whether it's just creating a space for businesses and businesses to meet uh, and of course the coding boot camp and all the resources they have it's a great place if you haven't checked it out i would really highly advise it go meet them check them out at the type in the clubhouse into your search bar put the period before the se check them out today so you're opened up
2: mm-hmm. tell us what if we walked into your uh, restaurant what are some of the things that we can order what are the main things i know that i think i have read somewhere where you do a surfing turf
0: surf and turf fries. <laughs> take <laughs> us david <laughs> oh my gosh
1: <laughs> take us through the menu take T- us through the experience yes okay. yes the door-to-door the experience <laughs> yes
0: all right so when you come in the first thing people ask about because I don't know if you read the article in the newspaper.
2: I did actually. I did. Yes, but please tell everybody at home.
0: But they they put pictures of the um surf and turf fries. Yeah. Right? right. So for about 2-3 weeks, that's all people asked for. <laughs> hey, surf and turf fries, surf and turf fries. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, the fries were so good that people would come back and get other things. Mm. So, I our, I our absolute best seller is the garlic herb salmon.
1: Okay. That's how bad it is. <laughs> That is incredible. <laughs>
0: um, the the mac and cheese, which is homemade. Oh man! The burgers, which are homemade, completely homemade. Um, you got to try the burgers. Okay, <laughs> probably the do. best burger in Augusta, and I've I've been told that a lot because it's not just meat on the burger. We actually, it's a recipe. Mm. It's a real recipe. We massage homemade, it a lot, and we massage oh, it, yeah. and we make it with love. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, buffalo <laughs> ranch chicken fries is a big seller.
2: Oh man big seller. <laughs> David's salivating over here. <laughs> I'm not
1: letting my girlfriend listen to this episode because she just started a diet and I'm not trying to hurt her.
0: <laughs>
1: Another one but is holy the, crap, um,
0: <laughs> the bully trio. Okay, tell is, us about it. Which is a one pound potato <laughs> with um, cheese, bacon, grilled shrimp, grilled chicken, grilled steak, all in that one potato.
2: Man, if you could make that a song, I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually trying to listen to it. it all the time. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm curious. Your your entrees or your meals are incredible. Yeah. Are you getting your uh, Are you getting it all local, or where are you getting your
0: meats um, and your uh, What
1: makes it so incredible? Yes.
0: Yeah. How we cook it? We cook it on a grill. It's really cooked on a charcoal grill.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So it's 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 not you know it's not cooked inside. It's cooking our meat is cooked on a charcoal grill. Our sides are on um, as fresh as. You know, all our sides are never frozen; they're fresh. So we blanch them, and then we cook them, cooking, them, cooking them in order. So
1: that can't be easy. And mm-hmm. and like Chris, you know, Chris kind of just brought this up, but um, you know, when you kind of when you open a restaurant, mm-hmm. you have to figure out sourcing. Yes, I mean, was that easy for you? To did you um, have those relationships in place?
0: Uh, I did, but it fell through. It fell through. I had to deal with U.S. Foods, mm-hmm. and um. They used to have a, they used to have a guy that did they um that was a local rep name was mm-hmm. Jeremy Johnson. Um probably had the best customer service anybody ever dealt with. Well, he quit and he went to real estate. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so, what happens. So, I'm just was that you, during the pandemic? Was it during the, it was right before.
1: Okay. Smart guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, "Oh, man." And believe it or not, tell me if this sound crazy, I thought it was the craziest thing I ever heard. So, we was doing the um they were like, okay, you didn't pass the um the credit check for the food. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll just pay for it. And i pay for it up front. Now nah, we can't take cash. I said, oh, <laughs> okay, well, I'll just give you my card. Oh, we can't take card either. I said, okay, so how do I supposed to pay y'all? Um, you got to write a check, and then you got to mail it. And it takes like three days to get there. And Bro, then they got to certify <laughs> That's what I said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I was just like... Do do I gotta take it on a horse? <laughs> do I I mean I don't understand it made no <laughs> Paul Revere's delivering my uh <laughs> <Exactly>. down All <payment>. right, <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody can run a business like that. Yeah. That makes no sense. I understand not passing the credit part. That's you know, that's on me. Right. But um you won't let me pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> It was the craziest. I got an email now. It's the craziest thing I ever read. I was like, so I can't use my debit card? No. <laughs> 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 so I got to write you a check. And so, like, oh my Did God. you do that? No. <laughs> no, I did not do it. I was pissed. I was like, come on, man. Y'all don't, wanna, y'all don't want me to buy food for y'all. Just say it. You're That's right. fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, I ended up um, doing a lot of local sourcing. Um, I shopped with Lanier's a lot, a lot. Shout out to Chrissy. Lots yes. of clout lot in that name <laughs> yes, right there. Yes, there is. Yeah, I shot with them a lot. <laughs> um... But I'm uh, I ended up with um, Cisco Foods. Okay, okay. you know, and Cisco Foods. Yeah, you want to pay us? Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> 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 actually, um, I actually got credit with them. I actually, passed their credit. Okay, you know, so you know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. But um, I get a lot of good, very good food from them. That's and awesome. they and they locally sourced. So right, that's incredible. Yeah. But it's easier. I'm gonna tell you something. Um, everybody, if you actually like when you go in grocery stores and stuff, everybody, cause I use ribeyes. Mm-hmm. That's the best to me that's the best cut of meat for steak. I'm not going to disagree with you. <laughs> so I try to only use ribeyes. The only time I would not use ribeyes is if I and we sell out a lot. Right. If I sell out <laughs> and I just
1: absolutely can't get any. So what's the backup? Like flank young, New York um,
0: strip. New York strip and um I'll take the backup. Angus sirloin. <laughs> oh Ooh, my goodness. Angus sirloin and I get the Angus sirloin from um Lanier's. Okay. But on um, that that used to be backup. I try to keep the ribeye, man. because people love it? Right. People love it, but um yeah so i try to keep so what I, what i'm saying is if you if you check the prices of ribeye in the grocery stores it's so different mm. it's so you can literally go to go to Kroger and it's $12 a pound and go to Publix and it's 550 Mm, you got to find the right place you got to find the right place right harvey's harvey's have good sales too
1: bilo has meat sales on yeah, weekends exactly my mom told me that <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it was it's it's you know i would prefer to buy locally because it's right. right here but it's it's not um i would be out of business it's both yeah. it's what you can yep. do you gotta
2: have to have a ba- backup plan you gotta have a
0: backup plan and um luckily on um, with cisco I can get everything I need in one p- in one's place at a very good price. I don't have to shop around. I just honestly, I just don't have time.
2: Right. So I'm curious. Um, you know, I'm starting to get hungry. So uh, <laughs> people that are listening, honestly, what we y- should have done this at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> what are What are the uh, open? When are y'all open? And when do y'all close? Oh, okay. So
0: we're open every day.
1: Open every day. Every
0: day. Um, even Mondays. So- Oh, yeah, especially Mondays. <laughs> Y'all are gonna
1: get so much business. Yeah, listen, listen guys. A Monday lunch restaurant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we um we're open every day. Um Sunday we're open from twelve kay. to eleven. Then Monday Ooh. through eleven PM? Yeah. And then <sighs> and then Monday through Thursday we're open from eleven AM to eleven PM. And then Friday and Saturday we're open from eleven A.M. to five AM
2: oh my gosh yes. people are you hearing this right now <laughs> yo <laughs> this is gonna be a game changer yeah and that we, is
0: that is crazy and we get after 11 i bet PM, we get a I lot bet. of traffic right we get a lot of i'm traffic. sure because <laughs> everything
2: else is shut down the, at least the the yeah. um the food part
0: and we and we offer the full menu all night we don't we don't have a really yeah if you want to come in at three o'clock in the morning which is what they do, yeah. And get a right. garlic herd salmon. Yeah, right. we got you.
1: Wow, I'm gonna be going <laughs> there I bet instead of Waffle House. <laughs> I bet the average ticket price goes way up after it eleven. It does. Yeah,
0: people, yeah. Um, drunk and um, they ready to eat. I've drug a lot of drunk people out of there. I bet. <laughs> yeah, just, they, just, they just get drunk. That's eat, why you stay in out. shape, right? So yeah.
2: <laughs> you realize how much your business is gonna boom after the pandemic is over.
0: Yeah, I, I keep getting told that, but I don't have a um. <laughs> I don't have a reference. <laughs> yeah. That's I started true. in that's the true. pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah, I started in the pandemic. Like I don't have a reference to this stuff.
2: Which when we say when you say that, <laughs> that you opened up during the pandemic, yeah. that is mind blowing. It's crazy. I mean it's why would
1: you open a restaurant? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean it's incredible. And I just want you to know that. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I'm sure multiple people have told you that you're crazy or that oh, you've or done <laughs> an incredible job. Yeah. But we're here telling you right now, and I know people listening right yeah. now are thinking I'm gonna stop listening to the podcast and go check out Broad Street <laughs> right.
1: We'll be right back to tie the bow and drop the disc, but first. Have y'all ever heard of Edgar's? Edgar's is all around
2: Augusta. They support the city. It's specifically Edgar's Hospitality. They have Edgar's Grill, Edgar's Above Broad, and if you're a member of the Pinnacle Club, they also provide catering services in the Pinnacle Club. Their food is incredible they do what they do for this city is beyond me but we are super glad to be teamed up with them and if you have not checked out edgar's of Bub broad i would do that this weekend check them out edgar's hospitality group
1: i think we're about to get to the point where chris can kind of take us out yeah i have one more question mm-hmm. for you um and and so you're kind of new to business yeah i, I would i would venture to guess mm-hmm. and you're kind of learning a lot as you go have you have you written like have you written like a business plan yes okay yes. Yes. so here's my question then mm-hmm. um you do a lot of things that are different yeah. than other places downtown your hours are different mm-hmm. the food that you offer is creative and different mm-hmm. and you're not even a chef by yeah. by trade not mm-hmm. saying uh, i'm yeah, yeah, sure yeah. you're much better than me um <laughs> way better <laughs> what is the mission of Broad Street bullies that, that has led to all of these like creative unique things?
0: Um, just to be completely different. When you want something completely different, you know where to go. Mm. And, you know, nobody once you once you um come see the food and mm. eat the food, you like nobody nobody can match this. And I've seen people try. Right. You know, and like they'll put a loaded potato out or they'll do <laughs> something like that. Have you have y'all looked at our Facebook page?
1: I have, yeah, we, yes. And yes. they, you
0: know, and they'll know exactly how I do it. Yes. And it's still, you're like, nah, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it.
1: So to be completely different. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, is there like, are are you using family recipes right now? Um, Have you come up with some of the recipes? I came up
0: with all the recipes, except for, well, I mean, what, how are, just were you Googling like what <laughs> ingredient
1: I, I'm, I'm serious though. Trial and, y- trial and error. Really? Trial and error. So for all the young entrepreneurs out yeah. <laughs> there that want to open a restaurant.
0: You got to fail. Just start doing it. Yeah. You just gotta, start failing now. Whenever you, um, whenever you do something, man, you know, you can't be scared to fail. I'd be more worried about not trying than failing. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, that that's just me. Yeah. Be, I that's just that's just I, that's my mindset. Like I can't just not do this. I don't care how how bad it hurts, um. You know, cause when I opened the restaurant, man, you know, I left for, um. I quit. I quit a six figure job. Yeah, to right. do that restaurant in the pandemic. <laughs> 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 you crazy? <laughs> as people tell me, as people tell me, I was crazy, man. They're like, man, you can't. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, man, this is what I want to do. Yeah. You know. And I don't want to lose it either. I'm gonna fail doing what I want to do because, like I said, I got trades. I can go back to work. Right, right. I I do it all over again and just figure out where I messed up at. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, I yeah. love
1: that we're not even drinking, but you're still being so honest. Like this is a, this is a really great conversation. Yes. thank you. There's <laughs> No problem. And how old is your
2: son now? He's 10. ten. Yeah. And does he like your food?
0: He loves it. That's what? that's what I'm talking he love
1: about. It. <laughs> What's his favorite thing on the menu?
0: The steak. Oh. You're right. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he, he loves steak. <laughs> <laughs> up and I didn't know that up until uh, all I have seen was pot tarts and <laughs> popcorn every day. And then he, he loves the steak. That's he loves awesome. It. Yeah,
1: well, that's awesome. Are we ready to tie the bow on <laughs> it? We're ready. And of course, you guys know that the drop the disc question is going to be presented by Trainer Gray. Trainer Gray Media is an incredible partner of ours. They're a media company in Columbia County, and they are partnering with us to launch this new local concept concert series that will not only be available in person, which we have sold out of tickets, shout out, uh, but also online. You'll be able to find it online through our YouTube page, through our new website, AugustaRocks.com, and all of these other things. Uh, Trainer Gray volunteered to be our partner with this because they are such an incredible and involved local organization. Check them out for your next creative project. You will thank me, trainergray.com. All right, so uh, you know we were
2: talking about earlier, this mm-hmm. is the Drop the Disc podcast, and we're here, drop, I, I don't know if you've ever heard the term Disgusta, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, isn't it? Um, but uh, we're here to drop that out of, out of that name, yeah. and so uh, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about this city, what would your response be? And for that matter, yeah. you're, you're from Beach Island, the yeah. CSRA. Yeah. If someone yeah. were to talk negatively about it, what would your response be to them?
0: Um, I would ask them where they're from. That's what I would ask them. You know, where are you you from here? Because you might not understand. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just don't understand, man. It's a lot of um. I've had a lot of people of all shades of life, all colors, just come up and just congratulate me Mm -hmm. on starting the business and just try to support. Just because I am a brand new business, Mm -hmm. you know. Come up, hey, and that's great. Like that's that that's that um that southern hospitality. Mm -hmm. You know, just come up, hey, you know, thank you. You know, that's why I say, hey, thanks, you know, I appreciate it, but hey, you're doing good, you're doing so great, you know what I'm saying? It's a work in progress, we're mm-hmm. gonna be here, you know, until you get it right. Because I remember mean, when we first started, my ticket times were terrible. <laughs> it was like an hour, I was like, oh my God, I'm going crazy, I was having a panic attack. <laughs> like, what is going on? But, um, you know, people were very patient with it, like, right. hey, you know, you guys a new restaurant, and now we got them down to 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's pretty good for what we're cooking, cause oh, we're cooking yeah. steak, chicken, Shrimp, you know, we this yeah, stuff on the grill. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's um, that's why I would ask them, I'm like, you know, where are you from? Maybe you don't understand the culture. Yeah, you know, maybe you don't understand the southern hospitality. Mm-hmm. You know, you, and you always going to have some negative people, but what's what's the basis of it? Right, because I I've seen nothing but um, just nice people. Yeah, you know, it's been some people that gave some harsh reviews that I think was undeserved, but it it.
2: There's gonna be people like that. It's gonna be people like that. That's That's their job, and it doesn't. It's their
0: job (laughs) in their minds. (laughs) Funny story, real quick. I had a guy. Um, he he came in, and um, we are like um, just to give you a sense of, we're like kind of like Chipotle or Diablos, Mm -hmm. where you come up and you order your food, right? Then you go back and sit down. Then we fix your food and we give it to you. So I had a guy come in, and he was like, um, I wasn't there, and he was um. So my cashier told him, gave him a menu i you know, like, hey, you know, we got to meet you up, but some people like to look at the menu. Right. She's like, hey, you know, whenever you're ready, just come up. So, him and his wife, they went and sat down. And um next thing you know, he just got up and just started cussing and left. You know, so nobody knew what was going on. So, later on that day, in Facebook, we we'll get a post, man. He said some very, It was a, it was a black guy. He said some very, derogatory things like he called us the n-word mm. a, a n-word restaurant and, and i was like oh my god what is wrong with this guy and, uh, and he was like um yeah you know I went to the restaurant I sat down for 10-15 minutes nobody ever came and waited on me you could tell this an n-run restaurant I would never go back and, me and my sister just looking at it he like, yeah, they told us the waitress was coming, never came, such bad customer service. You know, we got on Facebook, we was real professional. We were like, sir, uh, we don't have waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> so no no we've never had waitresses so no one told you has this man <laughs> been
1: to firehouse or not firehouse uh, uh farmhouse farmhouse or yeah. any yeah, of the, the other thing. or gacha mamas yeah. or anywhere
0: any- downtown right <laughs> <laughs> exactly it, it was it was crazy so that's we crazy. told him like, or sir, firehouse firehouse does that too <laughs> yeah sir we don't have waitress well that's what they told me like, All right, mm-hmm. so we try to let it blow off right. right went on google and did the same thing gave mm-hmm. us like a one star so you're just gonna you know for all the entrepreneurs out there you're gonna run into people that you just can't satisfy right and you just have you just have to brush it off and just keep pushing
2: so i appreciate that answer because (laughs) that is different than what we've had and i i do appreciate that and i do want to give this moment for you because throughout this interview you you've shouted out some people yeah this is your chance to shout out anybody you'd like that has helped you on your journey or just people Uh that you love anybody anybody (laughs) go for it
0: um well big shout out to my mom they call her on the, um, the macaroni lady she's the one makes my macaroni love what? that that's, mom, how you know yeah. that's how you know it's good though that's how you know it's good right my mom and my uncle andre they make the macaroni <laughs> oh, that's awesome and deliver it i get you guys will not believe the threats women the women give me when we don't have macaroni <laughs> <laughs> they call me out to the table and they say listen if i come here again and there's no macaroni me you're gonna have a problem <laughs> Like man, it's our best seller. I <laughs> don't care. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, shout out to the guys at Knuckle Sandwiches, man. They came by um late, like three o'clock this weekend, and I um, just came in and ate and gave them, gave us their approval. That's <laughs> awesome. <Love laughs> They're pretty that. pretty cool guys, man. They came in. Um, I shouted out my landlord, my sister, um, Sierra Williamson, my chefs, um, Tyler Hazel, Tony, um, Cobb, Domo. Dough, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, the 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 dad of the restaurant on um, by, my auntie Joanne, my auntie Sarah, my cousin Drika, Bree. Um, just these are my workers, right? Yeah, that just came in, man, just ready to work. That's I mean, awesome. You, you have know. like
1: a massive team for a new business, <laughs> like that's crazy.
0: But it's family. Right, it's yeah. family and it's people. On some of them are not family. Some of myself they're not family, but they believe in me. Right, you know, I believe in you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and and that's what they tell me. Like, Look, man, you know we believe in you, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be here, and we're gonna see this thing out. And special shout out to my my dishwasher on thank, and my main dishwasher on Ralph Ralph Dunn. He's been with me since I started. Like he used to when I used to get off work, I would go pick him up. Him and on Jeremy Dunbar scooter, <laughs> uh, I would go pick them up, and they would just come. Help me do anything, mm. and I'll be like, um, hey guys, you know what? Do you want me to pay? Like just pay us anything. We just want to see you open. Mm. So when, and that's my family. So when you got love like that, man, yeah. you know, it's gonna push you. It's gonna I push love you. That. It's yeah. gonna push you.
1: Well, let's end on this <laughs> on this beautiful note that you've given us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. We, I am, I appreciate this, yes. this conversation. The restaurant is Broad Street Bullies.
0: Grill. Broad Street Street Bullies Bullies Grill. Grill. You had to say grill because a couple years ago it was a Broad Street (laughs) Bullies Pub. Okay. Uh, okay. And it's not open no more, but people keep tagging (laughs) us in it.
1: And we're like, that's not us. (laughs) The restaurant is not Broad Street Bullies (laughs) Pub. The restaurant is Broad Street (laughs) Bullies (laughs) Bullies Grill. It's on Broad Street and 8, right by the James Brown statue. Right by the James Brown
0: statue, right next to Dr. Unk's, um, 855 Broad Street.
1: Come check them out. There's nothing bad on the menu. And they're always (laughs) open. (laughs) (laughs) thank you man thanks for coming on thank you man appreciate you guys thank you to each and every one of you that tuned into this episode this episode was great to do broad street bullies is a new business downtown we really do encourage you guys to support them and we really really do appreciate it if you enjoyed this episode please tell a friend and please leave us a rating or review which helps this show to grow and of course stick around because around augusta with chris starts right now
2: Hey guys, this is Chris with Around Augusta. Around Augusta is a little segment that I do at the end of each episode, kind of to highlight what's going on in the city, whether it's news, rumors, or just shout outs that I think anybody and everybody should check out. And I've got two on the docket today. First off, I want to shout out Nacho Mamas. It is their 25th anniversary. They've been in Augusta for 25 years. In fact, if you didn't know this, Nacho Mamas was one of the very first restaurants to really be successful in the downtown area. And they have been around for 25 years. If you have not checked them out, you need to go. It's on 976 Broad Street, right next to Stillwater Tap Room. if you want to grab a beer. You can actually order Nacho Mamas in Stillwater Tap Room. a little fun fact. But I'm going to go ahead and let you know, I'm going to tell you, you should order the Daddy Nachos. Check them out. They've got great tacos. You can ask David Bash. He eats the tacos like it's his job. So anyways, 25th anniversary for Nacho Mamas. Huge shout out. Number two, anyone that is interested in seeing the availability of the vaccine for the COVID-19 or if you're curious where you can get it, um, Augusta University Health has created a website to check the vaccine availability for the area. If you're interested in where that where you may get the vaccine you can check it out at covid.augustahealth.org slash vaccine they are currently providing the vaccine and administering the vaccine for healthcare workers and community members that are 65 years old or older in georgia or 70 years old or older in south carolina that's covid.augustahealth.org slash vaccine and that's the end of around Augusta. I am excited to see what I'm going to talk about next week and I hope you look forward to the next episode.